Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by downloading the Radio TFI app. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. It is Saturday, 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 October 26th, in the year of our Lord, 2019, and you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI from Egan, Minnesota, where the sun is shining brightly. It is, or I am, I was probably to give the temperature, I am holding fast on that, not doing it. I am John Shannon. And from Queens, New York, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. Good morning, kids and kittens. How is everybody today? It's a fabulous, fabulous sunny day here in Queens, New York. We are uh, currently looking at uh, 58 degrees. My God. My goodness. It currently is 58? Currently 58 degrees at 10 a.m. Right. We're looking at a high of 62. 62. But up in up in beautiful Kingston, New York, a hundred miles north as the crow flies, where I've been spending most of my time, it is a brisk forty-eight, which is actually the warmest morning this week. We stepped outside, I think it was Wednesday morning, to thirty-six. Hmm. And uh, boy, let me tell been, you what. Been freezing the old gonads off there. there huh? There's been a couple of things that snapped off. Oh, and and the good stuff hasn't even started yet up there. Mm. It hasn't even started. You, where where we're staying, it's right near the exit uh, off the interstate, and there's a little toll mm-hmm. plaza, and off it is is where they store for that area the state uh, snow plows and all that uh, snow removal equipment. They've got it all all the plows lined up for the front of the trucks. They have everything out. They're getting it ready. Uh, the the snow plows, the uh, salt trucks, everything is there. They're just waiting because they know it's not if, it's when. That's up in beautiful Hudson County, New York, where, by the way, uh, something, I don't know if I talked about it last week, but, you know, the the, the fall colors, which I haven't mm-hmm. seen in, in, in many, 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 many a year. And we're driving, we're, we're doing a couple of hundred miles a day because everything's so far apart. Our shops, our sets, and all that. And it's just, uh, we're seeing some really, really pretty colors. And it's this week is supposed to be spectacular. So, uh, anyway, uh, good morning again, kids and kittens. Uber down this week, down to $32.71 per share. Lyft had a, had a minor, a minor, just a itty-bitty rebound they're up at they ended the week at $44.54 oh they did have I hate to give them hate to give them the old pat on the back but they it did have a nice little uh rebound there it looks like every every, even a blind dog can find a bone every now and again yeah yeah exactly yeah I I tell you we are uh tentatively 
going to run down to a place eh, about 30, 35 miles away from here. A little town called Wabasha, Minnesota. It's actually where a lot of, uh, well, I don't know how much of it was filmed down there, but that's where uh, Grumpy Old Men oh. was, was uh, supposed to be out of, was Wabasha, Minnesota. Wow. We're going to go there and uh, check out the fall colors along the riverbank and whatnot. They're a little pumpkin festival down there, so... Granny Annie and I and baby Oliver and fake Uber daughter or driver rather and the whole fam damnly. Fake Uber daughter. Uh that's great. Let's do a little housekeeping here. We housekeeping. Just, little housekeeping. Just just a little. For the next three weeks, the first three weekends in November. Because yours truly may or may not have to work up in beautiful Kingston, New York on Saturdays, for the next three Saturdays. We are shifting the entire operation to Sundays at 10 a.m. Ooh, Sunday's my sleep-in day. I don't know. We got to give the people their show. Well, as we were starting, let's finish this on air then. Would you like to do Sunday at 10 a.m. or Saturday at 8 p.m.? Uh, I'm thinking Sunday at 10 a.m. That's what I thought. So kids and kittens, for the next three weeks, the first three weeks of November, we will be on uh, Sundays. Sundays. We'll be on live Sundays at 10 a.m. while while I work uh, up in the great, great, great Hudson Valley in New York. The the problem is Mm -hmm. it's a two-hour drive, and I don't know what time I'll get cut loose on any particular day, so... So you better uh, you better let the mouse know here that my Sunday rate is a lot higher than my Saturday rate he, here. Bro. He has been notified, and uh, okay, well, and I, that, I expect that, to see the I expect to see the check in the mail. Well, he said you just wait for it. You just wait by that yeah. wet mailbox. Stand outside. It'll be there soon enough. Yeah. Well, well, I've been waiting for that first check from him for about the last uh, two years plus years. So. Just. just be patient. It's on the way. And oh, you know what else okay. is on the way? You know what else is on the way today? Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. It's our brand Ooh. new segment. We'll, we'll, we'll talk Ooh, more baby. about it in, in hour two. We're going to talk more about it. We're going to present it. Uh, I know Professor Shannon has been in the, in the brand new Radio TFI laboratory cooking up all the goodies. He's got that oh, Wayback yeah. Machine. You got it in a nice place. You painted it a nice color. I'm very, very pleased with it. And I can't wait for you to turn the dials and, and fire that puppy up. But that that's I, in that's in hour number two at 11 o'clock Eastern time today. So stick around for that. I am definitely looking, looking forward to it. And then after oh. that, we're, we're going to talk football and how John can't pick picks worth a pick. <laughs> Well, we'll see here. We'll just have to see about that. So, so as I teased in my tweet. Oh, by the way, speaking of the uh, speaking of the Twitter, I want to take a real quick uh, say a real quick howdy and a shout out and a thank you to a uh, young lady named Christine A. 
That's her Twitter. That's her nickname. I, I can't right off the top of my head find her handle. Uh, tweet deck is funny that way, I guess. But uh, anyway, oh, there you go. You're looking. I see you're looking. Um, I want to just thanks for the nice little the nice little like and the nice little heart and shout out or whatever you uh, for this morning show uh, at at Oreo puddles Oreo Oreo like the cookie puddles huh? P U T T L E S thank you very oh, much puddle. Christine puddles puddles yeah. Oreo yeah. puddles thank you very much Christine <laughs> that was that was sweet it was hey we well. have fans nice, nice dog by the way we like Shay we like Shay a lot. Oh, okay. Shit, yeah, it, it, it's nice sure. to have nice to have fans. It's, yes, it's, we, uh, we appreciate it. Yes, exactly. As, as hard as you try to chase them away, we we. Uh, I can only do so much. I'm only one man. That's why it's a two man <laughs> operation. Together, we will chase everybody away. I am confident. Yeah, that. that's what I'm afraid of here. Oh, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you want to join us in our conversation at any given time uh, today, you can also send a uh, send a text to that number if you like. If you don't want to be on air, uh, you can always send us a message by text, or you can use the aforementioned tweeter a tweeter Twitter Twitter at. Uh, Tweeter, yeah. Man, I fell and hurt my tweeter once, but that's. <laughs> and uh, that is at Taxi Stand Hour if you. Across did all social not media. Know. All social yes. media. And, and as always, well, if you're calling from a payphone, you may call collect. You can call collect. I don't know if I'm going to answer. Well, be that as it may. Oh, by the way, do you have the phone on? I do. <laughs> Good. Good, good, good. I do. We're just exactly. waiting for it to ring. Mm. This is what's going to be tough about this whole Sunday thing because I'm barely awake on Saturdays at this time of day. Sunday is my designated sleep day. No. I generally don't get up until about 10 minutes before uh, the football game starts on Sundays. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. <laughs> exactly. So let's go ahead and get. Mr. Van Ness uh, fired up early in this uh, oh, God. first hour of the taxi stand hour. I love getting him fired up. It, it just This just makes my day. So if you hadn't know, if you hadn't known by now and you are a uh, an individual that rides Uber and Lyft and swears by him and swears by him so much that they actually, you actually put their uh, put your own teenage daughter. By the way, I just uh, swear horse, at them. Horse. Yeah, this, well, this is true. Um, but puts uh, puts your kid, your teenager, fifteen year old, in an Uber, boy or girl, doesn't matter. Um, well, this time I, I could have put this in the uh, only in Florida pocket, but unfortunately, it happens. Too often everywhere. But a 15-year-old Uber passenger was shot in the ankle Sunday when her driver's gun fired as he moved it. Adrian Harper, 27, of Miramar, is facing a misdemeanor charge of culpable ne negligence inflicting harm. 
Bailey Braun. Why are we giving this girl's name out? Bailey Braun was hitting the ankle. Uh, NB- NBC Miami reported. The driver told police he accidentally fired a gun as he was moving it from the seat to a holster while Harper was picking up two other passengers in Hollywood, Florida, shortly before 3 p.m., according to police. So, so now this Uber driver has got his gun out there in the open. He, he only moved to actually put it, uh, put it in his holster after the passenger got in the car. Is it that bad in, in Hollywood, Florida? Or is it that bad in that part of Florida that as an Uber driver that carries little to no cash? First off, Miramar is a suburb of Hollywood. Hollywood is directly south of Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Miramar also happens to be where NBC6 is, the TV station, which is why they were right on top of it. It's it's mm-hmm. right there in Miramar. Uh, gee, have I ever expressed, I ever let you folks know how I, f- how I feel about minors riding unaccompanied in an Uber Lyft car. Have I mentioned that at all? I ever expressed my uh, feelings I, on that? I'm, I'm, try- I'm, trying, to th- I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think I if had- you've ever said anything about this. I thought I had. I think I you might have. have. I think I, you might have, yeah. I usually I have a very calm, calm, collected reasoning. Anyway. Hey. <laughs> Anyway, so now the driver's yeah. ca- the driver's carrying a gun. Now I can mm-hmm. tell you for a fact in Broward County, a licensed taxi or limo driver is strictly prohibited from carrying any type of weapon in a vehicle, mm-hmm. regardless of whether you're licensed or not. B, you can only get a concealed weapons permit. You cannot have a gun exposed like that, which tells me he had it out sitting out on his seat. Mm-hmm. You, thirdly, when you're in that business, carrying a gun is pointless. They always have the drop on you. The only thing you can possibly do is once they start running away from the car and you can't shoot them in the back while they're leaving. That's an offensive move. You can only use it defensively. Oh, by the way, there's a whole 15-year-old kid in a car by herself. Uh, I, th- I thought you were going to a different story, but I- I- I'm glad you mentioned this one. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm glad you mentioned this one. Well, on top of this, now let's not, uh, let's not forget the story says that they were going to be picking up two other passengers. Uh, can we assume that it's two friends of uh, Bailey Braun here? Can we no. assume that we're going to have some more 15-year-old kids in the car? No, I assume it's going to be an Uber pool ride, and you're going to have you two so? strangers. I feel- oh, hey, that's even better. Oh, you're my dar- God. You're, you're darn tootin'. That would be my my guess, would be that he was on his way to pick up an Uber pool ride because uh, what's what's the kid's name? Uh, Bailey Braun is her name. Bailey. I'm sure young Bailey tries to save a penny here and there because she has her own Uber account. Okay. So she takes Uber pool. So let's put underage kids 
in a strange car with even more strangers. And now let's do it with a guy carrying a gun. And by the way, I'm not saying there aren't legitimate legal taxi drivers in Broward County, Florida that aren't carrying guns. I know there are, and I have told them, I have told any number of them face-to-face, -face, it's wrong, you shouldn't do it, mainly because you're never going to get a chance to use it. You carrying a weapon does nothing. You've sit at, you're sitting with your back to them. Okay, I can get the drop on any taxi driver. And then what are you going to do? You can't reach for the gun. You reach for the gun, you're dead. So the gun serves no purpose. Guy gets out and runs away from you. You can't shoot him in the back. That's an offensive move. There's so many things wrong with this story. Uh, I, I mean, the guy that got shot. Oh, no, no. The kid got shot. Well, she doesn't deserve to get shot. But this is what happens when you're using people without background checks, blah, blah, blah. Does it say in the story whether he, uh, he, he was licensed to carry? Did he have a concealed um, I Let me see. La, 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 la. Did he have a concealed weapons permit? Not that it matters. It doesn't matter. No. Because even it, if he it does. It does not say one way or another. I'm assuming that. I'll have to assume that he, that he does because otherwise okay. the chargers would be a lot more. Uh, no. Uh, would be a lot. No, 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 because if he did, he violated those laws. Mm -hmm. You can't, I, I, and I'm, pres maybe he had the gu his holster, you know, o under his shirt. But even still, you, 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 look, it's a bunch of nitwits. Now, I honestly mm -hmm. thought you were going to the story that happened in Michigan. I believe it was Michigan. I uh, didn't see that one, I don't think. Father puts, puts his 14-year-old daughter into a lift car. The, the driver takes the girl, and she gets dropped off in the middle of nowhere. Well, it turned out there was sim it was simil a similar address to what the old man wanted to put in. But, of course, as people say, well, does it really matter? Does it have to be an exact address? Yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> it does. If you want to get to where you're going, you have to give me an exact address. So he was all up in arms, and, oh, you know, my daughter might... Get he wound up having to drive over, pick up his daughter, and take her to the friend's house. Dude, you should have done that in the, to begin with. Exactly. Okay, so you know he, he's looking to go at look, and I got to defend Lyft on this one, and I got to defend the driver. He took this young lady to where she, the address said, the destination. Mm -hmm. Okay. Again, uh, she she shouldn't be riding by herself. In those cars. Mm -hmm. Let's face it. Do we not read the news? Do we not see what's going on? Uber and Lyft, are the, I don't know if Lyft has it yet, but Uber feels the need to have a, a panic button, a 911 button for their customers in case their drivers get antsy. Holy smokes, does any other company do that? No. Yeah. Do you, uh, do, do you, uh, is there a little panic button on the counter at McDonald's when, uh, there are your uh, yeah well that's yeah that's true this is a different story but um yeah just another yeah. episode in why uh why are you letting your uh your teenagers of course these days it, it's it's sad to say but these days these teenagers are, half the parents don't even know what the hell the teenagers are doing to begin with i hate to say it it's it's gotten real bad Look, we can get into a whole, we can get into a whole thing of back in my day, 
Okay. Yeah. Things are different. That would have to be back in the uh, in the uh, wayback machine if uh, back yes. in your day. I'm not even sure the wayback machine can get back that far. Oh. So, so uh, hey, I have I have to cleanse your palate palate here. Okay. I do have some pretty good news. Oh, good news is is good. News. Yeah, and I just tw- I just tweeted it here yesterday. Oh, I yes. with my yes, I with my company uh, actually trained uh, two former Uber drivers, and from what I'm understanding, before our company went to this whole mandatory um, street, are actually being on the streets doing um, uh, or in car doing the training. Uh, this is, I, before this happened, I understand we have picked up, our company has picked up a lot of former Uber drivers. I'll bet. You know, and it's, uh, it's one of those things. These Uber drivers are finally discovering that, you know, the, uh, they like driving people around. They like the idea of driving people around on a full-time basis, but guess what? They also want to get paid for their efforts. No. Yeah. That, that that's funny you thing. Say. That yeah. hell you say. So, and I, is- as I understand it now, I, I don't think I have another one scheduled on Monday. This is an old cab driver that I remember back from a company I worked for 30 years ago. Yes. Even he is going to have to take an eight-hour on-the-road uh, course. As it should be. Now I yeah. have one. I have one question. Who's, uh-huh. who, who's teaching you how to be a tra- cab driver? Uh, well, I, I learned got, the hard way. I haven't got time for that. You know, I got. Yeah, I learned I got, the hard way. He threw me the keys and said, uh, yeah. "Here you go. Fill it up when you're done, and don't wreck it. Don't wreck it." We, yeah, we were exactly. T- we, I, I was taught how the dispatch system works very quickly. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> we, I didn't get that. <laughs> we. Uh, you are fined one credit for a violation of the verbal morality statute. You are just too slow to do that. You're just too slow with that, man. I, I, I need an intern. That's my problem. I need I an need, intern. I need somebody okay, sitting Bill, here. Okay, Bill Clinton, you need an intern, huh? Well, you know, you know. I need somebody with their with their finger on the button. I, I need somebody prepped and ready to go with their finger on it. When I feel I the need, when I, when I when I need that done, I need that finger in the correct place, ready to put the uh, correct amount of pressure so that I'm happy. (laughs) This, this, this sounds, oh my God. Okay. I think I'll just leave that behind. Thank you very much. Um, Cards and letters. Hey, cards and letters go to Mr. Ed Van Ness, Queens, New York. It begins, I know all I know is the zip code begins with a one. There you go. That's, they'll get to me. <laughs> get to me. Yeah, well, I, hey, you know, the the Radio TF, uh, excuse me, Radio TFI Executive <laughs> Tower. Do they have any high-rise buildings other than that in uh, Queens? No, it towers. It towers over the, uh, it's, it's not just its height. I, it's not just its height. It's its girth. Yeah, I guess. Holy buckets it's it really is it's, oh it's an impressive impressive edifice yeah look at that hey hey i got a story okay from uh Do tell from, us, Uncle Ed. from our friends at business insider 
And here's the headline. SoftBank, we all know who SoftBank is. They've been throwing money at the likes of Uber and, and, and our new favorite, WeWork. Uh, that's, boy, is that taking a big, giant steaming dump all <laughs> over the uh, stock market. This this guy is just, just a sidetrack for a second. WeWork, if you're not familiar with it, they rent out workspace and supposedly provide everything. Well, it, now they're at a point where people can't get into that. They can't access their own offices, and it's falling apart. Meanwhile, the founder of WeWork is set to walk away with a couple of billion dollars. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, come on. Travis walked away with a billion. And look that at the mayhem he created. So anyway, so uh, this, that, the headline is SoftBank is reportedly taking a $5 billion, that's billion with a B, kids and kittens, hit thanks to its bets on WeWork and Uber. And I, for one, could not be happier. The, this is a mega investor. Uh, and and they've uh, they're going to take a five billion dollar write down to its investment vehicle, the Vision Fund. When it announces its quarterly results on November sixth, which coincidentally is the day people can start bailing out of the Uber stocks, that's the lockdown date. The people that the the early people, the the employees and whatnot. Uh, here's and here's an interesting thing. SoftBank has offered to bail WeWork for $9.5 billion as the office sharing firm came close to running out of cash. Meanwhile, meanwhile, uh, the WeWork is valued at $8 billion. SoftBank is going to give $9.5 billion for a company only worth eight. And this is on top of money they've invested. Uh, Good. They've already invested $10 billion. This is a Japanese investment firm softbank by the way uh and, and it, their their shares fell 1.2 percent in tokyo and i am so ever since i first saw this name a while back years ago to when they started throwing money at uber oh boy am i so glad and they're taking hits with the bees and the billions not uh not that not them little itty bitty million hundreds of million dollar hits they're uh Anyway, they're, they're going big time here, huh? They're going to get hurt. They're going to take it. Well, you know what I mean. Yep, exactly. So I guess here at the beginning of October, Lyft rolled out a mandatory app update for its drivers. After installing the update, drivers noticed they can no longer see how much the rider paid for any given trip. It's yet another move that potentially undercuts Lyfts and Uber's legal logic that classifies drivers as independent uh, contractors instead of employees to say nothing of how further it obscures how the app actually works. So this change uh, was by users on the popular rideshare driver forum, uberpeople.net. And yeah, you go there quite a bit. Every day, and uh, written up by the rideshare guy makes it cl makes clear this change was an intentional part of a larger re redesign of weekly uh, pay statements. Lyft announced uh, in September. 
So yeah, now they're hiding that from the drivers. Eh? So right. They're getting tired of their, they're trying to dumb down the drivers. It, you know, this is what you're going to get for these rides. And I we really don't give a damn what you think. Hey, and this is what you're going to get. And that's that. And that's it. But what they were able to yeah. see, you would get basically three things, the total amount taken in on the ride, what, or, or you saw what the rider paid, what you got and what Lyft got. Okay. Mm-hmm. So of course, and this is what's, this is why drivers are going, well, among other reasons, going batty. Because they're seeing the customers paying $50 for a ride, and they're getting twelve fifty out of it. If they're lucky. Mm-hmm. Because Lyft and Uber both did the, okay, we're going to pay you X amount per miles and time. It doesn't matter how much the customer, they said, it doesn't matter what the customer spends. That's not your business. Where, you know. So, in other words, you, you, you're clearly not an independent contractor. If if I can't set my own rates and you're taking, you know, or the rates aren't otherwise regulated, how uh, how am I not an employee? You're deciding how much money I make. That's just, just not, you know, that's mm. just not cricket. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, the fun fun times it is to be a an Uber or Lyft driver. So this makes me a little worried uh, here again. Now it looks like five more state Medicaid programs are signing on uh, to Lyft for non-emergency transportation. That is the so, stupidest thing ever. Well, because I I read through this story and basically the met the the states that are buckling in here are georgia michigan tennessee virginia and missouri in other words pretty much the south well except with the exception of michigan but these are all uh these are all traditionally red states for one thing who don't mind screwing people over for the uh in the name of big business here Two, two. yeah Exactly. So, fortunately, it hasn't come here to Minnesota yet, uh, but unfortunately, it's just going to be, this is, uh, it's going to be just a matter of time before they at least, uh, at least uh, try. And this is the case of these states just handing Uber and Lyft more, uh, more business, mm-hmm. you know, the effort to put the taxi uh, industry under, if you will. Uh, that's unfortunate because, like I said, there are some companies in some cities uh, where the cab companies are are holding on. You know, they they are they're not going away quiet into that night, or however that is. Uh, however, that was uh, Look, quoted. You will, you will see as soon as these companies start having problems and they can't contact Lyft and Uber. And, you know, and you will see those contracts will drop. And when, when people get injured getting in and out of these vehicles, because while they may, while it may be non-emergency transportation, some of these folks need a little extra special care. Mm-hmm. And they may not be able to climb into the back of a Toyota Camry with ease. So, so you know, there's a lot there. Uh, now, what kind of training are the Uber and Lyft drivers or the Lyft drivers going to have? I, I'm guessing none. 
No, exactly. And and, no. and is it, I've read in this story someplace, trying to find it now, but I read in this story that they're basically letting uh, Lyft uh, bypass all these regulations, sure. bypass the training, bypass the, uh, sure. the fingerprinting and all the other things that uh, everybody. I tell you, there will be a big legal battle here in Minnesota if um, – if they wind up letting them uh, through the door here, like they were, uh, like they are in these other states, because um, this wasn't a requirement all that long ago. It's only been, this only I think about the third year where having you know having all this was a requirement in order right. to take these these medical passengers, and this would stand to put not only these cab companies out of you know out of business. But also a lot of mom and pop um, medical transportation yeah. companies. It would put you know, and everybody's got a fight in this because there are a lot. This is big business here in Minnesota. It is big, and actually, this is what's keeping a lot of taxi companies alive. Exactly, is exactly. this account work? Is this kind of stuff? And mm -hmm. you know, look. Uh, Everything that this giant tornado that is the Uber Lyft world, there's a lot mm -hmm. in there right now. Things are banging into each other. There's lawsuits and court cases and all that. And let's face it, this thing is going to fizzle out at some point, and everything's just going to drop to the ground. There's no question about it. It's just mm -hmm. taking a little longer than your old Uncle Ed thought it would take. And uh, because I, I next week, November sixth, is that next Saturday? You have a calendar. Oh, uh, well, I, have I think calendar. it's November. Next Saturday, I think, is the third, is it not? Next Saturday is the second, so Wednesday. Okay. So, so uh, a week from this Wednesday is the lockdown day. That's the soft bank, soft bank thing happens, the lockdown ends, and people can get rid of the people who have been sitting on this Uber stock for 90 days again the employees the investors and all that they they can start dumping their stock and that's going to be a really telling day and you, i can't imagine the uber stop dropping not dropping at least 20 percent that day and it's just going to keep chunking down and chunking down now i read a story a couple of weeks ago uh regarding this situation on other other companies with their lockdowns but these are these are companies that actually have products and yeah, they might have stumbled coming out of the gate, but they were able to uh, get themselves up and run again. Uber's going nowhere but down. There is nowhere else for them to make money and have money coming mm -hmm. in. They throw so much out at lawyers, and, and uh, I don't think they're doing the bribe thing that much anymore. And of course, all the self-driving car, Uber Air, blah, 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 Eats, and, and all that instead of focusing on their core business and getting that up and running, uh, that is actually running because they cheat the drivers and they cheat the passengers and they cheat everybody. And again, this is going to come, come down. It, it's it's going to implode on itself. Of course, you got a lot of dopey customers out there who don't, you see it on Twitter all day long. Okay, some some of the, the a lot of the folks we follow, both personally and as the show account, they retweet tweets from people. I follow Uber support, just so I can see these people. Oh, this is eight times in a row that my my drivers canceled on me. What does that tell you? 
Find another way, for God's sake. I retweeted something from a London cab driver the other day, and a guy comes up to him and says, can you take me to wherever the destination was for 19, 19 pounds? And and the driver says, and the guy says, that's what Uber's charging me. He says, no, I can't do it for that. Let Uber do it. Well, uh, I, my the Uber driver is uh, is lost and confused, and he can't find me. He says, so the cab driver says, well, I'm not lost and I'm not confused. Wait for your Uber, mate. Mm-hmm. And the guy didn't want to pay the, the, then fine, wait for, wait for your Uber. Maybe they'll get there, but there are constant complaints. And of course, all the, all the assaults and blah, blah, blah. We can, we can rehash this over and over again. How this company will maintain, how it stays alive right now is purely shocking. The amount of corruption that's going on or that went on back you know five six years ago is gonna all gonna come mm-hmm. to light speaking of corruption and taking a hard right turn because i can't get this out of my head and i want to talk about it so much oh could you give it just could you sit on it for just another 30 seconds oh go ahead just go another ahead. 30 seconds i go know ahead. you want to take a hard right and oh man I'm i got the emergency bat turn ready it. and everything it's <laughs> hey listen uh I don't know if you saw this or not, but now uh, Uber is going to have a presence in the World Trade Center, number three World Trade Center, up on the, uh, oh, Jesus Christ, what floor, 40, uh, I forget what floor it's going to be on, but hey, with all that money that they're hemorrhaging, they feel the need now to have a presence in New York City, and not just some little uh, corner Storefront. office there yeah. in the you know in the Bronx. No, we're uh, uh, we are going for the uh, number three World Trade Center, and uh, <laughs> on, on the fortieth floor. Is so it fortieth floor? No, you said that. You said that. I, I'm not from. Oh, with okay. The story. So so let's say they're on the fortieth floor. Is, is this is are they going to put a diving board out the window so drivers can come up and just do their final swan dive when they realize mm, one not making any money? One has to wonder. Okay, go ahead. Take your take your hard right. So I hope you saw this, and I hope everybody saw this. And if not, Google it. It's there. It's mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's on all the social media. Yesterday was uh, the funeral for Representative Elijah Cummings. Oh, yes. President Clinton was there. President Obama was there. Hillary was there. All, all the uh, big names were there. Some of them got up. They spoke. It was very lovely. So there was a receiving line. And one oh, of the Paul, I saw this. <laughs> one of the pallbearers, who I believe, uh, I'm, I'm confident, was was Representative Cummings' brother. Okay. Makes his way down the line. He's shaking the hands of dignitaries. Gets to Chuck Schumer. Shake, shakes his hand. And the last person on the line was uh, good old Mitch. Mitch McConnell. Tur- Turtle McGurtle. Moscow Mitch. He gave him the old psych. What actually didn't even do that. Mm-hmm. He just walked yeah. right by him. Wouldn't shake just his walk hand. right on by him. And the look on McConnell's face was that very like, okay, I just got embarrassed in front of the world. And, you know, uh, <laughs> good for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I understand McConnell felt he had to be there as the Senate Majority Leader, 
but he really should have been. Why would he had to? Why would he have had to have been there? Well, I mean, it's it's Congress. You you know, different body of Congress. I mean, you know, but it is still part of Congress. I personally, Uh I personally, I believe he should have stayed in the background. And look, you know, you're walking into a hostile environment, not just for Republicans, but for you, 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 you thieving son of a. Uh, oh, by the way, he's yeah. start—he's starting to crack. You notice last week how a lot of, especially with the whole uh, Syria thing, and the Kurds, mm-hmm. they're all starting to do that very slow backup walk away from from Cheeto in charge. Oh, speaking of Cheeto in charge and the family, uh, the uh, the uh, Jared and Ivanka uh, are celebrating their tenth wedding anniversary. Tenth anniversary, yeah. And, and you know where they're having it. Oh, I forgot. I think I saw it, but I forgot. Camp David. In Camp David? Are you kidding me? Now, this is a family that owns hotels, resorts, and whatnot. You can't find a... What about Doral down in Miami? Have it down in Doral. Well, geez, that would have... Doral was supposedly good enough for the G7. There you go. And I can tell you, it's not... It's not... It's... It's not what they make it out to be. Well, Trump yeah. was looking to get government money to to redo his his resort, and mm-hmm. uh, it's just a matter of time now, kids and kittens. It's just a matter. Of, oh, and I want to know why Republicans aren't being arrested for that uh, walk in. That's that thing they did in the secure conference room yeah, yeah. the other day. Yeah, and the funny thing is, and this has come out. Oh, they feel like the secrets are being kept from us, and Adam Schiff is 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 hiding things. Forty three, or or uh, there there was a good number. The lists were all over TV of those senators and con- all those people that showed up to say we want access. They're on the friggin' committees. Mm-hmm. They can walk in the room anytime. They're not being held out. Nothing's being hidden from anybody. On top of that, you're bringing electronic devices in, and this is all new. I knew, I always knew they had a secure facility so I could talk about sensitive things and things that need to remain mm-hmm. secret. But now they have to recalibrate everything because, you know, like one guy said, well, my phone is off. That doesn't mean it can't be used as a listening device. Ask any 12-year-old. They can tell you how to do it. What a bunch of and that Matt gets from Florida. There's my home state again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy needs he does. You know what? He doesn't need to be fired or anything like that. He needs to be brought out back and punched in the throat one good time, just one good time, or twice if he likes it. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> always a always an option. Exactly. <sighs> Seven five four eight zero two. Or chat 754-800-2428 you can call us live now you can call us uh, during the uh, replay on soundcloud we'll send answer. it uh, send it a message yeah we'll get the message send it out in a tweet Carrier at taxi pigeons. stand hour smoke signals i did not hear you oh yes yeah, car- smoke signals Collect- car- phone call your, yeah carrier pigeons carrier pigeon yeah there you go morse code uh, hey um Hey, um, we got, I got a couple of similar stories here where now we're getting this more and more where um, people are saying that, uh, 
if you if you, you uh, liberals, if you people impeach uh, Donald Trump, those good old boys are going to come out come after you here. Uh, good old. First off, go ahead. First off, here uh, let me let me give you this story. This is one of two actually, uh, where Christian church leader. Rick Wiles threatened that there's going to be violence. He, he, there's going to be violence in America if America. President Donald Trump, yeah, if the President Donald Trump is removed from office. Wiles, the senior pastor at Flowing Streams Church uh, in Florida. Praise made, him. Praise him. <laughs> made the remarks on his right wing True News program. Tuesday evening, he claimed that cowboys, mountain men, mountain men, and guys that know how to do violence will would start attacking and hunting down Democrats. So yeah, now we're making now we're up to making threats. And I got something, I got a clarification on that coming. But in the meantime, there is even another uh, threat coming from a major league baseball umpire. Uh, apparently the head of uh, major league baseball has said that uh, the organization is investigating a tweet from an umpire that uh, threatened civil war. If U S president Donald Trump was impeached, Rob Drake's now deleted tweet said he planned to buy a rifle. AR 15. No, no. He planned to buy an AR 15. Mr. Drake has not commented and had delid- excuse me, deactivated his Twitter account, account and, rather. And he spelled civil, C-I-V-A-L. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Uh, by the way, just uh, to kind of um, go back to the, uh, the first idiot in that uh, group, the, the great uh, reverend or the great pastor here, Rick Wiles, if uh, if President uh, he's going to threaten violence if President Trump is removed from office. Well, first off, if he is removed from office, it's not just going to be the Democrats. They'll actually going to have to be some Republicans there that are going to have to grow a set and uh, and actually realize that uh, this guy, for whatever our politics are, this guy is is not not uh, worth the problems we're going to have and the constitutional uh, crisis that's uh, going on right in front of us as as Trump feels that he can walk, you know, he can wipe his feet off on just about any and every uh, uh, law on the books. Praise um, him. Yeah. Praise, praise. As, as the good Lord has said to us at one time, if your neighbor disagrees with you, shoot him once in the face. Yeah, there you go. Because this is how oh. good Christians, when they don't get their way, the good Lord looked down upon them and said, violence will be your salvation. Hmm. Do not wait for a civil settlement of your problems. Take it. Take it to them weenie liberals. Let them know what hmm. you mean. You're a real man. Just because you can't You'll be winded three steps down that mountain. That don't mean you can't defend your God-given right to defend your president. 
Because he ain't nobody else's president, but your president. Because God wants you to kill people over civil disagreements. Praise him. Say hallelujah. Say amen. Oh my! Uh, oh, by the way, uh, yes. going back just a, going back just a step here. Do you know who actually introduced this idea of the closed door uh, hearings uh, Ooh, down in I, the basement of the Capitol? I know, I know, I know. Go ahead, Horshack. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Mr. Carter, Mr. Carter. Go ahead, Horshack. Would it be Republicans? Uh, in, in the not only Republicans, would but, it be Mitch McConnell? No, Who was John uh, John Boner. I mean Boehner. Boehner. Oh, oh, oh yeah, hey, yeah. There you go. So there you go. That was but back you know in twenty fifteen, and they didn't mind doing it during the Benghazi thing. Of course not. They were all oh, oh no no we got to do it in secret because mm -hmm. and, and you know what there is some logic to it. There's a lot of logic to it. Yeah. And again, it's not as if most of the nitwits that were protesting it the other day, members of Congress, don't already have access to that room. They're on the three the three committees that, that are part of this. They're mm -hmm. on the flipping committees. They can ask any question they want. Why? Mm -hmm. It's all theater. It's all. And apparently now we find out Trump gave me okie dokie on this the day before. Mm -hmm. So it's all. Oh, my favorite thing that's coming out now. I saw this last night somewhere. Uh, we don't need to know. <laughs> was some headline. We don't care. We don't need to know who the whistleblower is now. And we don't. They keep admitting to what they've done. Trump's Very admitted true. it. Rudy's admitted it. Uh, 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 Mick, Mick Mulvaney has admitted it. Everybody's admitting what they've done. Now they're just, you know, trying to work around it. Well, maybe he did do it, but here's what he really meant. And, you, and, and of course, now, now, now Trump is calling the Constitution fake. Where'd, where'd yeah. you get this, where's this phony emoluments thing? It's in there, been there the whole time. Been there for quite a while. Tucked away in the wording. He's not going to jail. He'll never do prison time, but everybody else will. Oh, Absolutely. Well, that that's going to depend. I think that once he leaves office, whether it's uh, by election or removed, uh, then I think he's going to be. It's going to be uh, open season, to tell you the truth. By the way, there is you. You keep doing the show because you do it well. There is a Twitter account that I want to heavily promote here. Uh, okay, I meant to write it down. It's it is apparently. Someone who works at the White House, and they. Oh, will... I think you mentioned this. This guy uh, has. Uh, uh, he's kind of an anonymous source out of there. Yes, I believe. Right. Here it is, Angry Staffer. Mm -hmm. You can follow him at Angrier, W H Staff, A N G R I E R, W H S T A F F, Angrier, mm -hmm. White House Staff. He goes by Angry Staffer, and. Uh, uh, it, if if this person is the insider that they claim to be, one of the things he's saying is that Trump will be will have. It appears he's going to resign before Christmas. 
There's really, it's coming to a point where even Mitch McConnell can't back him anymore. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm dying to see what the blackmail is they have on on Lindsey Graham. Because here's a man who was calling calling Trump a kook, uh, you know, before prior to the election, and now he's you know he's right up there counting his hemorrhoids. <laughs> oh, so one of the uh, one of the things that Trump, when he came here, you know, there's a big supposedly a big push to turn Minnesota red, and. Um, I personally don't think it'll ever happen and unless there's uh, half the population leaves the immediate Twin Cities metro area and moves no. out to you know Black Duck, plan- Minnesota or something yeah, like that. You know how they plan on doing it, don't you? Uh, Turning Minnesota I, red? You tell me. All those good evangelical Republicans are going to come and shoot the Democrats and then the state will be red. Oh, red. yeah. Yeah, this is true. That's All I can I say is bring it. We don't. We don't carry. We don't carry guns. We don't. Uh, uh, you know. We don't sit and talk shit. At least most. Uh, at least most uh, Democrats. We're gonna let it go. But yeah, exactly. But anyways, uh, it looks like he's gonna have a hard time doing so, according to this story that was in the Star Tribune. Uh, the results of a the latest poll commissioned by. The uh, Star Tribune pegs, I guess it's called. Uh, Trump is trailing all of the leading Democratic candidates for the presidential nomination with the poll results taken October 14th through 16th. It was a few days after his rally at Target Center. Uh, That includes a 12-point lead for Joe Biden, an 11-point lead for Elizabeth Warren, and a nine-point lead for Bernie Sanders. Unsurprisingly, the candidate with the largest lead over Trump is, uh, excuse me, is Amy Klobuchar with a 55 to 38 uh, margin. And we lost, I lost Ed here. Let's... Let's do this. Hold on here. What the hell happened? I'm here. What happened to you? I'm here. Okay. Well, I'm glad you're here. I'm here. <laughs> the uh, uh, the video portion of our feed dropped out there for a moment. Oh, okay. I see. So, anyway. And, uh, and I got up, so. I, <laughs> I see. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Oh, here we go. Hashtag big time professional radio. Mark it down. Mark it down. Okay. Uh, I will. Uh, I, f- I forget what you were talking about now, honestly. Oh, in Minnesota. How, uh, oh, yeah. how uh, yeah, Trump wants to make Minnesota red. And right. you have a good point. That's going to be all them cowboys and all them mountain men coming here to Minnesota and shooting those Democrats. Look right now, yeah. right now, like like always, he's playing to his base. He only plays, mm-hmm. and that and that number's dropping. I think it's down to thirty four percent approval rate right now. So, uh, I mean, he gets up on these stages and he's spewing, spewing, spewing lies and nonsense and half truths. And he used the word lynching. Uh, he compares himself to the greatest tragedies that uh, 
ever happened. Don't forget, uh, it was just a couple of years ago that Fox News went bananas. The worst political scandal ever was when uh, President Obama wore a tan suit one day. Mm -hmm. They went crazy. They went crazy. Oh, by the way, and just a brief thing, and I don't have the story in front of me, but uh, I had glanced upon it earlier today. There are a lot of a lot of towns and cities, whatnot. They're getting a little fed up uh, because Trump is not paying. You know, when he travels, especially, you know, when he goes to Jersey he or travel to Minnesota, Minnesota. But he's not paying the local the local police and whatnot that are supposed to be paid. This is right. this isn't government business. This is your rally. This is a campaign rally, and just like mm-hmm. he does, he's done all his life. He stiffs people. He just stiffs people. Exactly. So. <sighs> what is it? We got time for a couple more uh, little nuggets here. Sure, I got a couple little nuggets. Oh, oh, yeah. you're talking about stories. Oh. Yeah, let's sit and dwell on your little nuggets here for a couple minutes here it's up very until the top of the hour. It's very uncomfortable <laughs> when I sit on my nuggets. Uh, let's see. Oh, hey, guess what? Look at the commerce that's going to be coming to the state of Colorado as President Donald Trump uh, is boasting of building part of the wall in Colorado. You know, you got to keep them new Mexicans out of Colorado, you know. <laughs> he's, so. he's he's taking care of the old Mexicans along the Arizona border, <laughs> but it's the new <laughs> Mexicans. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, I don't know if you saw it on this week's promo, but, you know, he says, hey, I like this wall. Let's put this one up in Hawaii. <laughs> oh, let's keep those have you been paying any, <laughs> have you been paying any attention to the uh, World Series at all? Uh, a little bit, not much, but a little. Have bit. You? I I don't know. I think that uh, I I think that Houston actually won last night, if I'm not they mistaken. Did. Unless they did. So apparently, the Nationals have invited uh, uh, Trump critic uh, Jose Andres or Andres, I think the chef. He's uh, he the chef. Done, yes. He has done so much uh, to provide food. Uh, he's got people out in California right now with the firefighters storm victims he is he is just a national treasure right now uh you know he's built his business and all that and he's just throwing his money at providing food and whatever help he can so mm-hmm. they they have offered to buzz aldrin throughout the first pitch last night uh boy that's great he uh that wasn't a very solid throw of course what is buzz now he's about what 80 years old or something like old, that or? about as old as the moon right now yeah, no kidding. Have you seen that T-Mobile commercial? Oh, that is pretty cool. Which one? Oh, the the one where back in the day or whatever, a uh, player hits a home run and, you know, they wonder what happened to the baseball and here it landed on the moon. You know, fictional story, obviously. But, yeah, yeah. you know, the ball landed on the moon and uh, Buzz Aldrin happened to, to uh, pick it up and gave it to his grandson. So, no. <laughs> He had to be there, but I don't but, know. Uh, I don't know who's throwing out the first ball tonight. But they didn't I'm want not Trump. Sure. They didn't want Trump but, for uh, Game Five. Yeah, I guess Trump might be actually in attendance uh, at some point in time I, or another. I, but he has not been invited I to throw out the first pitch. So, all right. Well, hey, 
That wraps it up for the first hour of the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio DFI. We'll be back shortly for round two. See you then. found the taxi stand hour the worst talk radio i've ever heard in my life on radio tfi Get out! 
Eisner? Yes, sir. Killing me. Uh, Killing me. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Killing me. Sorry. Killing me softly. And once again, the boy cried, Uncle Remus, so he did. <laughs> Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> oh, welcome back to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI. I am John Shannon here from Egan, Minnesota. And there in beautiful, I don't even know if it is beautiful, but I'm going to assume uh, it, he says it is. So <clears throat> we'll go with that. From Queens, New York. Mr. Ed Van Ness. What? What? what, what are, you, uh, are you trying to chew something? Okay, I get it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and the worst thing about it, it's peanut butter. So I'm sitting here watching. It's quite a sight, actually. Oh, devil dogs. Good Lord. Good morning, Sprite. kids and kittens. Surprise your diabetes up isn't up in the, your blood sugar isn't up in the triple digits. I don't have diabetes. <clears throat> well, keep eating that shit, you will. Oh, again, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 if you want to uh, participate. Again, is Mr. Uh, Quick Draw McGraw over there with his uh, trying to get on the trigger. You and your foul but, uh, <clears throat> So... Oh, hey, by the way, I actually finished my quest for later on in this show. So wonderful. We'll, we'll, uh, yeah. Hey, are you, are you getting, are you getting excited uh, for what's upcoming here? Birthdays? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm excited here, folks. Are you I ready? Really am. Are you ready to I do am, birthdays? I am so ready to do birthdays. Here we go. Ready? Fired up. Fired up. Radio TFI presents the Rosa Mendez Birthday Report. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine, a look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. What? Wait, wait a minute. How, how can it be another installment? We haven't done us this. Eisner? You're killing me. Eisner? Killing me. <laughs> just, Good do, just do the routine. Ah, uh, okay. I, I, it's for the future. Okay. Let's pretend it happened already. Okay. Way to, by the way, way to go for a smooth takeoff. On the first edition. Oh, well, I do nothing smooth. Have you not figured that out yet? Hang on. There is nothing I do smooth. We're gonna we're gonna start this again, and you're gonna do this like the radio professional you are. Here we go. <laughs> 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another exciting installment of Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine, a look ahead to what's happened in the past. Here's your host, Professor John Shannon. Yeah, well, hey, at least the music is cooking. All right, folks, I'm John Shannon, and here, here is your look ahead at history from the past. Tell the people what we're doing here. Yeah, well, you know what? We decided that we're going to go, and instead of just looking at birthdays from people that are bore the absolute dog snot out of me, to be honest with you, decided to just kind of the whole flow of history and there are some very amazing history that you might not know about or might not remember because we're going hey we're going back into uh early going back pretty far on some of this stuff uh, some cool facts that you uh, might not know we're throwing in some birthday of birthdays for people who are alive we're throwing in some birthdays from people who are dead. And in some instances, we'll even commemorate the deaths of these individuals, whether they deserve to be commemorated or not. So here we go. So we're going to. So for this first one, let's, since we're skipping this past week, let's do a mm -hmm. couple for the past week, just to kind of. Well, I, I tell you, I couldn't refine the story, but there is one that did, did kind of jump out at me here. And, uh, Today was uh, the anniversary of when uh, Harry Truman, President Harry Truman, signed uh, the uh, uh, new minimum wage into effect. I think we went from, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it went from like 18 cents an hour to 40 cents an hour for oh. minimum wage. Oh, like an Uber driver. Yeah, it'd be exactly. <laughs> that is where they got the model. I knew they got it somewhere. All right, so let's, let's start out from... Uh, October 30th. And these are, by the way, no uh, chronological order either, okay. by the way. I'm still, they will still be working week, on that. <laughs> you think so, huh? You keep okay. dreaming, sunshine. I do. Yeah. Uh, uh, October 30th in 1735, President John Adams was brought into this world. Really? Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately, he left this world in 1826. You know, it's funny. So, I was across, yeah. I was across the hall in 1827. He was pretty loud about it. <laughs> uh, President Theodore Roosevelt was born on October 27th, 1858. Wow, that's 101 years before me. Oh yeah. Uh, President Cleveland dedicated the Statue of Liberty back on uh, October 28th of 1886. You don't say. Yeah. Yeah. October 31st of 1941, uh, work was finished on Mount Rushmore. No kidding. Yeah. And here's one I understand from a couple of different sources that this guy is your personal hero. Excuse me. But... But in uh, November 1st of 1942, uh, publisher of uh, Larry Flint Publications, Mr. Larry Flint, Mr. Larry Flint, was born 77 years ago. Yep, Larry Flint. He's uh, 
true American hero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. That is, that is by far and away, Hustler was by far and away the most disgusting publication I've ever seen. Oh, that, you're absolutely right. That that was designed for gynecology uh, gynecology students. Well, I, as I understand that they were the, the first ones to actually say that you could tell how old a woman was by uh, counting the rings, if you uh, will. Moving on. <laughs> Anyways, the Fonz. Hey. Hey. Henry Winkler, 74 years old, on October 30th of 1945 is when he was born. Wow. He was a war baby. Post-war baby. Mm -hmm. No, a war baby. Mm -hmm. War baby. Hey, Jackie Robinson of then Kansas City Monarchs yes. signed a contract with the Brooklyn Dodgers, breaking officially breaking the baseball color line uh, in uh, October 30th, 1945. What you talking about, Willis? Exactly. Uh, born on October... 26th of 1947 uh, the president whoop, excuse me, should have been president of the United States uh, Hillary Clinton 72 years old now well and well, just, look, what, uh, look what we got now so it might not, not have been a great choice but uh, it was definitely a better choice well there was a choice <laughs> yeah exactly um, hey Caitlyn Jenner you believe seventy years old? I thought I thought uh, Caitlin, because I'm at a loss for a correct pronoun. I thought Caitlin was actually older than that. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, Caitlin, so I. I thought Caitlin was about 73, 74. Well, uh, she had a good makeup job after the trans uh, after the no, transformation. I, I will I'll give her credit. Huh? I saw I don't her. Know. On I saw her on the Rose for Alec Baldwin about a month or so ago. Mm-hmm. Caitlin looks like a 70-year-old man. Hmm. That's harsh. Know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 70 years old. But anyways, uh, her birthday, uh, well, she was born Bruce Jenner back no. October 28th of 1949. What the hell you say? Exactly. Next thing you're going to tell me is that he was on a box of Wheaties. Uh, unfortunately, we lost this uh, man way too early, but born October 31st of uh, 1950. If he was alive, he'd be 69 years old, Mr. John Candy. Really? Oh, wow. Uh huh. Yeah. Funny human. On November, on November 1st of 1955, the Vietnam War officially begins. Did it ever officially begin? Well, that's what it's, uh, that's what we're being no, told. You know uh, I'm thinking of the Korean War, which was never officially a war. Yeah, a police action. Yes. I think they'd have been happy if they could have done the same thing, uh, quite frankly, with Vietnam. Unfortunately, that got blown way, way out of uh, out of proportion, I, I think. I can honestly tell you, I don't want to get into a discussion of Vietnam. Huh? I, I will keep that. In, I'll keep that in mind for f uh, future episodes here. Okay. Uh, we don't um, have to ignore it. I just don't want to protract the discussion about it. Right. Hey, this is one of my favorite celebrities, and there's not a lot of people who really know this 
guy is, but he'll always be commemorated as long as he's still alive or dead or anything. But Mr. Kevin Pollack uh, will turn 62 years old on uh, October uh, 30th. Only 62? Yeah. Now, you know who, who I'm speaking I of. I know. He's, uh, he, is, he is one funny SOB. And, and, yes. he, and he does impressions. He does some great impressions. You'll never see a better Peter Falk as Columbo. Than, oh, okay, uh, sure. Kevin Pollack. Uh, very good, uh, uh, how do you call it? Very good supporting actor, yes. if you will. He, he was in... Uh, he was in both Grumpy Old Men movies. Yeah, he played the son. Played the son. He was in a few good men. Yes, he played He played one of the lawyers. Yes, he did. Him, and him Demi Moore, and uh, what's the, the kid, the Cruise kid, whatever his name is. Tom was. Cruise. That's the one. Yeah. You can't handle the truth. Um. <laughs> uh, also, he was in actually one of the, uh, he played a bad guy in one of the, uh, Doctor Doolittle movies. I think Doctor Doolittle too. Yeah, he's he's played comic bad guys, and uh, he was also in uh, oh, what's the name of the movie? Just The Usual Suspects. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Uh, he's he's had a very very nice career. He's been on TV, movies, and just I, I and he enjoy. Also, he also likes Las Vegas strip clubs. That's where I picked him up in my taxi. Uh, one predict one particular day. Well, who doesn't? Alrighty, well, exactly. who else we got? Moving on, moving on here. <clears throat> In October uh, uh, 29th of 1960, Cassius Clay, who later took on the name Muhammad Ali, won his first professional fight. Cassius Clay, I, I, he fought Joe Frazier at Madison Square Garden. I was uh -huh. about nine or ten and he was staying on at a hotel on 8th Avenue near 8th Avenue and 50th Street uh -huh. so they so they came we had me and a bunch of my pals were there uh, Ali came he wasn't Ali yet he was still Cassius Clay I believe but anyway, are you sure and, uh, and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to the story they went down into the subway they were taking the subway to Madison Square Garden about two stops down we ran uh -huh. down the stairs on the other side of the street. There were multiple entrances. <laughs> and we were standing on the other side of a, you know, this big uh, fence, wrought iron fence, uh, steel steel poles and all that. And he came over and he shook all our little hands. And uh, and it was, I mean, because we knew who he was, you know. It was, it was a big uh, deal. It was a very big deal. Well, I bet. I, I, yeah. um Tell you, class. I, I'm sorry. Whether you agreed with his politics uh, or not, I still say that uh, he, especially in this day and age, for the way boxer boxing in general has gone, kind of down the old crapper. And that's um, when I. What's when I first really became interested in boxing? Uh -huh. I used to watch boxing all the time. Uh, uh -huh. Like I said, one day we can talk about why I don't watch boxing anymore and why I just refused to participate but uh -huh. when as far as i was concerned maybe i was a kid when you had frazier you had ali you had you know that whole gang of fighters uh ken norton and uh and all that anyway let's go let's move on let's move on okay uh fernando Van valenzuela 
was uh, born November 1st, 1960, 59 years old. Who never would have been here if Trump would have had his wall up. Yeah, very true. Uh, speaking of Trump, former uh, former Trump flavor of the week, uh, Marla Maples. <laughs> That's his ex-wife. Uh, yeah, I know. Flavor of the week. How many did he have? Well, he's on number three now. Yeah, exactly. Uh, she actually, she is only 56 years old. He likes him young. Good Lord. Bring him young Melania. university. Well, well, yeah, if you're going to bring him, bring him young. Yeah, exactly. Well, Melania is not 50 yet. Melania is in her 40s. Is she really? Of course she is. Why? You know what? I, I figured out where Trump's base really comes from. It's all of these good old boys here, just like to be, just like Donald Trump. I'm in my 60s here, and look at that. I got me, I got me a sweet little 35-year-old honey. Daddy, Mm-mm-mm. daddy, boy, says howdy. Daddy says I'm the best kisser. Yeah, exactly. That's because uh, he's a racist. That's why. Speaking think- of Muhammad Ali, uh, he boxes for the first time after. Uh, his three-year hiatus uh, due to the uh, draft evasion. George Carlin on, uh, I think it's the AMFM album, has a great, mm-hmm. a Class Clown album, has a great bit about Ali, you know, going to jail, uh, you know, not being able to fight and all that's hilarious. Very pointed, but very hilarious. Oh, and then bouncing back now to the Trump clan. No play on words there. Is that, uh, but is that clan Ivanka with a K? Huh? Clan with a K? <laughs> uh, Ivanka Trump uh, will turn 38 years old here on October 30th. And not surprisingly, turn- the, not surprisingly, the day before Halloween. And she'll turn 39 in prison. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we lost Walter Payton. Back on uh, November 1st of 1999. Wow, is it that long? Is it 10 years? Yeah. Hey, did you know that he was a race car driver as well as a football player? Actually, I did know that. I actually did. I'm not showing off. It's just one of those little nuggets. I got a picture Uh, in my head. Once you mentioned it, a picture flashed that I saw one time. It's in my uh head right now. But yeah, yeah, good for him. And, And unfortunately, he was in one Super Bowl. He scored zero touchdowns, but Richard the Refrigerator Perry scored a touchdown. Two, I think. Not at least one. Did, did Walter block for him? I wouldn't doubt it. No, they get, that's what their one of their big plays was to bring the fridge in. Yeah. Goal line uh, goal line plays for right. yeah. And, and just send this four hundred pound Mack truck through. Yeah, exactly. He should have been a run. He should have been a running back all the time on short yards. Well, you know, yeah, for you know, with a half a yard to go, yes. But Peyton yeah, never got exactly. in the end zone. Right, hey, well, we yeah. also uh, we also lost uh, uh, American actor, television personality, game show panelist, and talk show host. Another, none other than Steve Allen, one of the most talented people ever on the planet. Mm-hmm. What you want to talk about not being fair? It, life is just not fair. October 30th, we lost Steve Allen and we gained Ivanka Trump. 
Alisa wasn't the same. Was it the same day? No, no, no. Uh, we lost him in October 30th of uh, 2001, and Ivanka was born in 19... Excuse me. We lost Steve Allen in the year 2000, and uh, we gained Ivanka in 1981. Hey, and uh, let me take a deep, deep breath to give this the solemnness that it really deserves. It was uh, a uh, year ago, tomorrow, that uh, the gunman came into a, entered a uh, Pittsburgh uh, synagogue, killing 11 people, injuring six, including four police officers. That was been a year ago tomorrow. Wow. On that one. Hated to end, end this segment on that, but uh, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, so that's it. That's all we got for uh, this uh, coming week as far as events in history on the uh, Professor Shannon's Wayback Machine. Uh, I think we'll do it again next week. What do you think, sir? I, I think so. I think it went well. So a lot more interesting than just giving out Rosa Mendez's birthday when I didn't know, forgot now, who Rosa Mendez was. Now, by the, <laughs> now, by the way, the Rosa Mendez birthday report p- 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 powered by whoever. Uh-huh. Is just we have not canceled that segment. It is just on hiatus. It's up in the attic. It's we it, it needs a little work and it's in the shop getting it's gonna take a little break for a little while. I can't tell you how much of a break that deserves. <laughs> John loves that segment. Loves it. Oh, but you know what? As much as I like that segment, I love this one. I, I love every aspect of it. I love the fact that we're doing it. I love the artwork that we used, you used to promote this. Uh, fabulous job. I love the uh, music that we were playing in the background. I love every aspect of this, and I have no one to thank but Mr. Red Van Ness, who did a spectacular job. Oh, in putting man. this all together, ah. let's give let's give them let's give them the clap, folks. <laughs> well, I thought you were gonna. This is what you want to do. Yeah, well, that's. I don't have that. I don't have that clip. Well, well, I think you deserve much more than that. But you know, hey. Did you notice? Oh. There's one song in there in that loop. Uh huh. That I know you know. Well, unfortunately, I can't hear. All I can hear is just the beginning. I can't hear the whole loop oh. while I'm talking. Well, I'll send it to you. So, sounds delicious. Now, there there was a young man earlier this morning who, unfortunately, did not come properly prepared for for today's broadcast. And one has to ask, young Mister Shannon, are you ready for the pick segment? I yeah, actually, that's what I meant by I, I am prepared. I was preparing myself uh, through the first hour of the show, and I do have my uh, I do have my picks ready to go. It was you have to understand it was tough, but why don't well we'll get into the whole it's tough thing when we when we spark this things up. So feed the hamsters and let's get going. Are you ready? I'm ready.
It's time for John and Ed versus the Spread, your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin pro <laughs> prognostication. <laughs> I saw that coming, by the way. Each week, John Fumble, Shannon, and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. I'm just not up to this right now. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. Each of us will be able to swap out one game each week for any reason, as long as it is done before the live show ends. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's... John and Ed versus the spread. <laughs> you ruined it for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I was doing a bit was there. You... Oh, I'm sorry. Well, Gosh hey. Darn it. Gosh darn it. Oh, by the way, this is really going to be interesting if we do the next three shows on Sunday because it's like we're pretty much going to be ending the show and the, the uh, early games will and be ready okay. to begin. So last week, your uh, your hero here, your boy, on his personal picks, I went eight and six. I'm sixty two and fifty two on the year. I am ten games over five hundred. Last week, we had a little bit of a hmm. Last week was a tough week for everybody involved. John picked my hometown team and won. Picked his hometown team, and he picked against his hometown team, and lost. And then you had Green Bay against Oakland. Here's here's the one that hurt me. I went two and one last week. I picked San Francisco and I gave up ten points. The score was nine to nothing. <laughs> that one oh. hurt. I was I was a point away from coming within one game of you. A point away. Oh. Uh, I. I I do feel a little, a little sorry for you there. You do just not, a little. You, you liar. You do not. You want to get a sixteen-game lead, so by the time we get to the last week, you've got it locked down. Uh, I, I tell you, this was a tough week though for me because oh. first off, the the Vikings played on Thursday. They, you know, the Vikings were nineteen-point favorites in that game against uh, that team from Washington. I had it at fourteen. Um, they but still they only won by what was they only won by ten. Yep. And there were there were people that were concerned uh, because it just the Vikings didn't just steamroll Washington in well, that game. So anyway, they get a, they get a little taste of victory up here, and all of a sudden they just want them to. They did the same thing to the, to the twin. Their f uh, fans up here did the same thing to the Twins. Uh, all hey geez, all of a sudden they weren't. Hitting six home runs in a game there for a while, and right, and they were all, oh, "What's happened? What happened to the Twins?" Well, unfortunately, see, we saw what happened to the Twins. Well, see, what you have to uh, remember in the win and loss column, it doesn't matter how much you win by. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's a good win, a, a big win, a pretty win, an ugly win. It's a win. So, Mister Shannon, yeah. who, who, what is your first pick of this? Well, week? I really had to dig here, but I think that for the first pick. We are going to go to uh, Detroit, where those minis where those excuse me, uh, Motor City Kitties are hosting the New York Nats, uh, and uh, it's not it's not the Nats. Yeah, no, that's what not. they're playing like. 
Oh. They're getting. Oh. I mean, I, I, I'm wondering, are the Dolphins playing uh, the Giants this this uh, yeah this year? Yeah, it's called that. They're the Gents. Who are you taking oh, here, the, young man? Yeah. I am going to go ahead and take the uh, Lions, and uh, they are a seven-point favorite, so we'll take them giving up seven points. I thought so. Your your boy here is uh, my first pick is the Seattle Seahawks visiting the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons. Good God, what happened to me? Seahawks are favored by three. I'm taking the Falcons at home because I just don't think Seattle is the, the games they've won. That. They've just barely won. Yes, and I hate Pete Carroll. So oh jeez, <laughs> there sounds like good enough reasons to me. Yep. Who's your second pick, sir? My next pick, actually, it, it's kind of interesting because this is all what going to depend a lot on uh, what happens with uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mahomes, who was injured and leg hurt. He already messed up his ankle. There's speculation that he is actually going to come back and play in this game uh, where Green Bay uh, is... Uh, Jesus, I forgot. Who is the home team on that one? Yeah, Kansas, Kansas City is the home team. They are a three-point dog, uh, just at because home. nobody knows for sure at home against uh, against the Packers. I am going to go ahead and take the Kansas City Chiefs uh, getting three points against the Packers because I think Mahomes might actually be playing. Oh, it's going to be a high-scoring game, one way or another. Let's put it that way. Well, it's the it's the rematch of the early Super Bowls. So. Yes, indeed. It, it, it means nothing because none of those people are there. But you know, it's nice to think about. Yeah, you never know. Lenny Lenny Dawson was uh, is still around. So yeah, but I don't think he's playing. No, no, he's not. Playing. I, I don't think he's playing. No. Although I think he could probably play better than this backup that they've got for Kansas City right now. But who is who is their backup? I, I don't know. <laughs> I just thought right. I'd throw that out there. All right, then. My second peak for the week is those Cincinnati Bengals visiting the L.A. Rams, but they're visiting them in London. London. They're playing in Wembley Stadium today, uh, tomorrow. I was wondering. I was looking at the times. I'm saying, it's a 1 o'clock game, but the L.A. Rams are at home. Oh, I had to double check that. The, the Rams are 10-point favorites. The mm -hmm. Bengals are 0-7, meaning the Dolphins are not alone and don't have the worst record. They're only 0-6. Thank God for buys. So, all that being <laughs> said, the Rams aren't playing up to who they were last year. No, absolutely not. And with the traveling and all that, I'm going with the dog. I'm taking the Bengals, getting 10 points on the road in London. Might not be a bad pick. John, who's next? Your final pick. My final pick. This has been a formula that's actually worked pretty well for me over the last three weeks. Don't you dare do what I think you're weeks. about to do. Don't you dare. Your Miami I, Dolphins I hate are, visiting, are visiting uh, Pittsburgh, you're the where, the, uh, where the Steelers are 17-point favorites. Yeah, they are. And I hate to say it. But Miami has been doing pretty good of late, if not if not at least winning, at least beating the spread. So I am going to take those Miami Dolphins getting 17 points. <laughs> oh, and he is pissed at me now. 
Yeah, because <laughs> I was doing something I rarely do. <clears throat> I was taking those Miami Dolphins with the 17 points. Because Pittsburgh ain't playing that well either. Mm-hmm. Remember, sir, you have the option to change. I, I do, but have I yet? No, you have not. Yeah, so, there you go. Let's recap. John stealing my thunder, Shannon. <laughs> John's taking the uh, his Motor City Kitties, giving up seven points at home to the New York Football Giants. Uh, he's got Kansas City getting three points at home against the, I guess the Frozen Tundras of Green Bay, Wisconsin. Do you know? Do you know they're named after because of the meatpacking? Yeah, the meatpacking place. Yes, I yep. I knew that. Okay. And finally, he's uh, John is taking my uh, my my fins with that huge 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 spread of seventeen points at Pittsburgh, and that's a Monday night game, by the way. And I promise you, ESPN mm-hmm. is ready to shoot themselves in the foot right now because they're stuck <laughs> at Miami and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's like two and four; they're not going anywhere either this year. I currently am also taking that same game, but. I, I have a backup. I have a backup, and I have two backups. And because I, I need to make up some ground on this guy, so I got two. Bi- there's two uh, two other heavy a uh, lot of points. I got Arizona getting 11 points at New at New Orleans, and Cleveland getting 11 points at New England, and I am so tempted to take Cleveland. So tempted, because they're they're not playing horrible. But then again, New Orleans gets on a uh, New England gets on a roll, and it's so I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna swap out, and I'm gonna go with Arizona getting 11 points in New Orleans because John took my stole my thunder and took my team. So my final pick will be Arizona getting. 11 points in New Orleans. John, anything else you'd like to add to that, you thieving son of a... I can't hear you. I can't hear you. I cannot hear you. Okay. John's having a little minor uh, audio issue there, but while we can... I forgot to unstick the uh, cough Ah. button. Excuse me. There you go. Hello, welcome. I was having a coughing fit. I hit the mute button, and I forgot to unhit the mute button. We got you. We got you. Anything else you'd like to add to this? Yeah, I would. I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say that I think the Dolphins are going to win. Outright? That game. Outright. Win that game. I'm not going to put anything on it. I ain't that stupid, but. I love you. for (laughs) Well, why why don't you be a man and just take it with no points? No, 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 no. Mama didn't raise no fool here. Drop the points there. I I I want that sippy cup, buddy. I want you I want I want the press there when you hand it to me, son. (laughs) (laughs) Oh well, I guess that's that for this week. John, what is it we tell tell our kids and kittens every week when it comes to this? Well, here we're gonna amend this a little bit. If you take yeah, if you take my picks, you might actually make some dough here. If you take Ed's picks, well, and, and you're just stupid as a Trump supporter. 
Well, since this is my segment, let me finish up by saying don't listen to him, me, or anybody else on these airwaves. If you're, if you're using our picks to make, uh, to make real-life bets and using real-life money, you got some issues, pal, and, and stuff <laughs> that we're not qualified to handle. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and kittens, this concludes this week's version of John and Ed versus the Spread. We'll see you next Sunday. Yes, we will. Ah, so we we fade out. Oh, what do we got left here? Hey, we only got 21 minutes left in this uh, shin gig, shin dig here. How shin. about that? Listen to you. So are you are you ready for you ready to chuckle a little bit here? Who me? Yeah. You talking to me, Mister? I'm talking to you because nobody else here. I'm talking to you. Thank you, Mr. De Niro, or Mr. Travis yeah. uh, Bickle. Travis Bickle, yes, yeah. my hero. That, huh? Huh? Travis Bickle, my hero. I, there were there were all kinds of when I was uh, living in Vegas. There were all kinds of Vegas cab drivers that were referring referring themselves to Travis Bickle, and at the time, I didn't know what the reference was. I've never seen the movie. You've never seen i I've seen it in bits and pieces. I need to. Sit my ass down from beginning to end. Actually, watch that movie. Oh, so so. Let's see what let's see what we have here. Huh? What, what do, do you we say? Got? What do we got? Oh, okay. Here we go. Here. Um, let's see. Oh, hey, we got this one from uh, CBS News. Let's see if I can't. Uh, Let's see if I can't just uh, give this one to you uh, live without it jumping into a commercial. I don't think you can. Let's see here. Five, four, three, two. This is exciting. No, no we can't. It, we can't do it because it wants to play a freaking commercial instead. What, no, here we why, go. That's why we. Sure, baby, hold back. I say anything on Amazon Music. Well, we got the commercial anyway. Here's a sample of Baby Shark on Amazon Music. Alexa, play. Baby Shark. Baby Shark by Pink Form, starting now on Amazon Music. <laughs> All right, I'm I, I'm sorry. I had to throw that in. Apparently, this little uh, this little girl was trying to get uh, get. Uh, Last after living in California oh, come for on. 13 Forget years, about I it. wanted this sort of heirloom. There, sorry about that. Completely blew that. My bad. And I think a big part of this book come is. Come on, Jesus Christ! Are you kidding me? Okay. Are you kidding me? <sighs> Go away. That's me playing it. Oh, are you? Oh, okay. Oh my, I can't believe the way that, I mean, that song. I mean, even, there's even a, a ball player for 
Washington that uh, supposedly uh, when he had his walk-up music. Well, now it's a big thing in D.C. at the games. They play it all the so. time. They did it at the seventh inning stretch yesterday. By the way, uh, yeah, I, I played it for the young lady so that she could. Anyway, what was it we were talking uh, that you were trying to get to? Well, I was just trying to get to the fact that the, the headline was from CBS News that a toddler was frustrated with Alexa when the device wouldn't play Baby Shark. And apparently mom had to step in and uh, and tell Alexa to play Baby Shark. I was waiting for something to happen. Like ba- basically the kid was pissed because it wouldn't play Baby Shark and she grabbed it and threw it down on the ground or something, thing, uh, busting it into 100 pieces. But... That's what I would have done, but that's neither here nor there. Ah, that sucked. I hated that. That that didn't turn out the way I wanted to turn to turn out. So let's uh, let's raise our spirits here a little bit. Uh, Bernie Sanders has rolled out his uh, marijuana legalization plan, but you know what he did when he did it exactly at four twenty p.m. Eastern time. Yeah. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Do you do you think I I don't know Jesus? I am back and forth on this whole thing about legalizing marijuana. I I tell you, I don't know if I ever told you the story, but when Granny Annie and I uh, went out to uh, Denver a few years ago, uh, we noticed that every place you every place you uh, walked into. Just had that, and it's not a faint smell anymore. I I don't know when the last time you uh, consumed uh, uh, the uh, magic weed there, if you will. Oh me? Uh, oh come on! You can't tell me you've never. Oh my word! I'm I'm shocked. I'm appalled. Oh, but uh, it is not. It is not your grandpa's marijuana anymore, man. I tell you, <laughs> holy buckets. Uh, I mean, you can tell. I mean, when somebody walks into walks into a store or something like that, you can smell it on their clothes. You can smell it on their jackets or whatever. And man, this stuff will knock you on your ass, man. I'm telling you, uh, I would be afraid these days. I, you know, how we used to claim, you know, you, you somebody some somebody smoking weed in the room while you were there, and you got a contact high. Now you can get a contact high off of somebody if they just walk in to a room after they'd been smoking it. That is some strong stuff. And can you imagine now if that's something that goes uh, nationwide? Whoo! I mean, hey. Well, it, I don't it, know. It it really depends on the strain of weed you mm-hmm. know, that you're that you're talking about here. I mean. Some is stronger than others. Some are cultivated differently. And, uh, you know. I, I think you should be able to do it, but let's start Let's start having a little common sense and courtesy here. If you're going to do it, you know, maybe spray yourself down with a little bit of axe or something else that can maybe just try to, uh, or as uh, actually Ed's got his own, uh, 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 well, never, never mind. That that, that would have that fall fall through uh, forward. Never mind. 
That no, fell oh, through. I oh won't. no! Oh no! Go ahead, stumble right through it. I'm, I'm very curious <laughs> now. Well, you know because come on, come up and take a swing, own. swing at the plate. <laughs> nah, I'm backing away. I'm going to be no, nice. No, for no, 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 no. You've been told in the past. Leave the funny stuff to you know who. Now, now let's step up to the plate. Be a big boy. So. I guess at this point, I'm I'm going to ask you if you'll just uh, please think of other people while you're. <laughs> I'm his number one. There you are. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh, let's see. What else can we find to get into here? Oh, hey, did you? Uh, so Southwest Airlines apparently uh, is. Uh, I'm assuming they've fired this particular pilot, but apparently there's been a lawsuit uh, filed that uh, states that uh, the pilot or a pilot with uh, Southwest Airlines set up a little mini camera in the uh, restroom of the uh, plane. The suit filed in federal court in the District of Arizona alleges that on February 7th or 27th of 2017, Renee Steinacker was working a flight, working as a flight attendant on flight 1088 between Pittsburgh and Phoenix. The suit alleges that two and a half hours into the flight, the pilot, Captain Terry Graham, asked Stein, Steinacker to come to the cockpit so he could leave to use the restroom. I guess Southwest policy is that requires two crew members in the cockpit at all times. So she was asked to staff the cockpit with co-pilot Russell or Ryan Russell. So apparently going on in here, going through the pilot goes in, sets up a, sets up a, uh, Oh no, wait a minute. That's not right either. The suit states that when Steinacker or Nicker or whatever the hell her name was entered the, cockpit she spotted an ipad mounted to the windshield to the left of the captain's seat on it she reportedly could see a live stream of what happened to be grandma in the bathroom the filing states that russell looked panicked and told the camera or told her the cameras were a new top secret security measure that had been installed in all southwest airlines planes which uh which she did not believe to be true so bear basically what this guy what this pilot was doing set up a little mini camera in the bathroom stall which is smaller than a phone booth as it is and uh proceeded to uh film what was going on in the uh in the restroom i don't know about you folks but this, i think this uh this goes beyond perversion on the pilot's uh on the pilot's part, because there's usually not a whole lot that's interesting that's going on in a, in a in a restroom, and especially in a restroom that small when that person is just trying to get what they got to get done and get the hell out of there. Oh, you don't know but, what's interesting to people. Uh, I don't know that I want to know what's interesting to people. After you don't that, know what too. you don't know what people can get up to in a very tight space. Uh, well, you're hoping to catch somebody in the Mile High Club? Or, hey, uh, you said it, I didn't. Well, uh, oh, 
Hey, here's here's a little overreach for you, if you ask me. You conservatives think that I think that all kinds of regulations and all stuff like this is a good thing. But apparently uh, in Chesapeake, Virginia, they're asking how old is too old to trick or treat. Let me stop right there. How old is too old to trick or treat? Mm, I think 14 is too old. Okay. Well, according to this story, uh, and according to city code in Chesapeake, Virginia, anyone over the age of 14. Look at that. Oh, there you go. Uh, who is caught trick-or-treating could get jail time. Trick-or-treating over the age of 14 is punishable by a fine of 25 to $100 and up to six months in jail. Send them to jail. Gosh darn it. I got you trick-or-treat. <laughs> in addition, anyone, no matter what age, trick-or-treating after 18 could end up behind bars. I got what? your trick or come, come, come over here, Bubba. What? I I got your trick or treat. I got a little something. Ouch. Oh my you. god. Why don't you just ban trick or treating altogether? Like, no, no, you're you're 18 years old. You don't need to be out trick or treating. It's one thing if you're with your little brother or sister or that kind of, you know. But you stay in oh, the go do that. The whole fam damley's going out on Halloween there with baby Oliver. Yeah. Who really has no clue what's going on. Well, yeah, exactly. And what what is baby you know, Oliver baby Oliver going to be dressed as? What is baby Oliver going to be? One of two things. He's gonna. They bought him a little uh, puppy dog outfit. Oh, And I will send pictures. Uh, they they got him, but that's not bad enough. Uh, mommy and daddy are going to uh, be dressed up. Uh, I forgot what uh, I forgot what mommy is going to be. Daddy's going to be a uh, a vampire. And what about you? Uh, I am not dressing up. You sure? It's still up for it, it's still up for debate if I'm going to go, but uh, I'd like to go. Uh, but guess what, Granny Annie is going as the most wonderful woman in the world. Granny Annie is going as a crazy cat lady, complete Ooh. with being dressed in her dressed in a robe. Curlers in her hair, which I don't think she's worn curlers in 40 years, uh, and pictures of different cats uh, pinned all over her robe. So uh, she is, uh, yeah, she's going as the proverbial crazy cat lady, which might be the most interesting costume. She could probably win a uh, win an award if we went to a actual Halloween party where they judge these things. Well, that sounds very interesting. Yeah. I I did. I forgot what I forgot what the uh what baby's mama is going to be dressed as. Totally slipped my mind, but Well, well, it ought to be fun. We live in a nice little neighborhood here. Um we actually got some trick or treaters last year. I couldn't believe it. I might I might to tell you the truth, I might just stay behind and hand out the candy. I wanted to, if I'd have been thinking about this sooner, I could have pulled it off. I wanted to actually either buy or rent some wrestling boots, some tights, maybe a singlet or something like that, or maybe some robe or something I could wear and go as a professional wrestler of my, of my yet to be choosing. Hmm. I thought about that, but I couldn't get my hands on the stuff quick enough or at the right price. So 
it would have been fun. It'd been fun for me. I'd have got it. You know, I'd have gotten a kick out of it. Who, who cares if anybody else would have, but so ah, enough about Halloween. What are you going to do anything special for Halloween? I'm going to be in my hotel room. Okay. And, uh, doing what I always do on Halloween, hiding out. Yeah. Yeah. Those dangerous little goblins, you know, No, honestly, when I've been home, well, I don't have the problem here because the way the building uh-huh. set up, set up, but any other apartment I lived in, I literally, and especially, you know, since I've been living by myself, I don't want to deal with it on Halloween. Uh, I'd turn all the lights out, pull down the shades, close the curtains. Seriously. I don't want to be uh, go trick or treating. I think it's a wonderful thing. I just don't want to be bothered with it. You want no part of it. Huh? Nope. Nope. Not me. Oh, let's see. We got one time to squeeze in one more here. You can squeeze whatever uh, you like, sir. Uh, I'll pass. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, after a record-setting turnout, the newly opened White Castle near Scottsdale, Arizona, White Castle. has temp- oh, yeah, White Castle. Oh. Have you ever had a White Castle? Have I ever had it? There's one three blocks from here. Oh, really? Are you kidding? Do you have you got? Do you guys have White Castle up there? Oh, we have all kinds of White Castles up here. Oh, good for you. Well, oh, in Florida, you, they don't. I don't. They don't have White Castles in Florida that I'm no, aware you, of. Them. You don't. You won't find the stores uh, west of the Mississippi or south of the Mason Dixon line. Well, but they have something that's close. Crystal, I think, isn't it? No, it's not even close. Crystal you don't think is, so? Oh, I know so. Okay. I grew up on White Castle, man. Oh, I, I I think that we have to be careful as we get into our elevated age here when we start eating White Castle. The whole gut bombs uh, thing kind of multiplies. They've already tried oh. to kill me once. <laughs> oh, but anyways, uh, apparently they had this uh, this White Castle in uh, Scottsdale uh, had to close at, at 4 a.m. on the first day they opened because they were just that popular. You can't beat uh, a couple of belly bombs. You get a sack oh. Get four or five, order a front. Look, we didn't have them in Manhattan. We would have to come across the bridge to Queens, actually uh-huh. pretty much the one I lived nearby. You know, uh-huh. And uh, my old man would bring them home, would bring home bags of this stuff. When he had to park a truck out here, uh, uh-huh. and you know, you just get sacks of them, and you get the little burgers and the box. They come in the little box, and you got a little bitty taste of the cardboard. But boy, oh boy, oh, you just felt like you could eat them forever, and just pile them on and pile them on. White Castle, hell yeah. I think to tell you the truth, I don't think that they steam them in the box. Uh, at least up here, they don't steam them no. in the box anymore. No, because they of them, that. Uh, they, no, they put them in the box. No, they never steamed them in the box. They used to. No, they. I remember when I first, uh, when I was a lot younger. You're a crazy. And I used person. to get them. And I used to get them all the time back my first days of uh, driving a cab back some thirty six years ago. You're crazy. Uh, go nuts. They, pardon me. So you're crazy. Go nuts. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well. I will. I'll have to take your word for it, but it seems to me I remember him doing it. But hey, what the hell do I know? 
Does that mean it's time for us to go? On that note, it's time for us to go. So, back here from Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon. We'll see you next week, next Sunday. Adios. See ya.